you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your break been? We're back. We are back. New Year, same us. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. <laughs> Maybe. Um, depending on the day. Um, it was nice to be off from everything. Mm-hmm. So like, appreciate y'all letting us have a little brise. Mm-hmm. But I was also off from work, so it was. I just kind of was off from everything. Yeah. Um, it was nice. It's never long enough. I'm always wanting more time. Thanks. Going back was a struggle. It was definitely an adjustment. Like, but dang, I gotta go, I gotta work. How many hours a day? Well, honestly, <laughs> here's the thing I'm still grateful for, for mm-hmm. Pandy in this way of me still working from home. Because, oh, yeah, facts. Whoa, that would have been miserable having to go in an office. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Being able to just go downstairs for me was like. Yeah, it helped. Because I definitely took a helpful. nap for lunch that first day back. Weren't you just tired? I'm I was girl. exhausted. <laughs> like, somehow sitting in front of this computer all day. <laughs> Was just exhausting. Like, I gotta do this for how I long? I, too, took a lunchtime snooze. <laughs> I was like, I got to lay down for a minute. Um, and it's not even like I got up early. It was just exhausting it's just, working. I don't know why. It just felt yeah. so tiring. But anyway, um, it was nice to have some time off and mm-hmm. to just take a breath. I think, and we talked about this on our last episode, the year was so new. Mm-hmm. The pandemic was just this thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I hate saying I'm used to it now, but I am. I felt like yeah. going into the year, knowing that majority of this year will be the same in some regards. Mm-hmm. If you don't think that, get it together because <laughs> you're setting yourself up for failure, frankly. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I had more, like, knowledge to arm how I would treat my time yeah like, and how to approach how to right, how to approach it how to deal because last maintain. year we made goals that we couldn't reach in a pandemic now it's like all right i know how to at least do right <laughs> be more realistic you know yeah. your you know where you at so yeah. that that was helpful but the time off was nice mm-hmm. um yeah that's all i got yeah it was nice for me as well i think i had the best christmas i've had in my adult life um why gifts wise or just nice no um so my family we're not close to be honest so like holidays is usually like you come down open your gifts go back to your separate rooms okay come down you eat you go back to your second your separate rooms uh this year like i came out my room at like nine and i did not go back to my room till midnight so y'all were just, it was a nice we were time together, where y'all yeah. actually like, just this spending, normal. <laughs> spending time with each other. Yeah, I mean, granted, my dad was at work, but the rest of us. Well, um, hopefully that can continue. Huh? The time, like, oh, spending yeah, the yeah, time yeah. and yeah. y'all having that, those moments and yeah. not being such a, here we are separate, here we are separate. Right, yeah, yeah, it was nice. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't know if it would have been different if we weren't in a pandemic, I don't know. But I'm thankful for how Christmas went. Um, and yeah, New Year's was great here. So yeah. I for totally forgot about New Year's. <laughs> we was up till like three or four in the morning, girl. Seriously. <laughs> um, New Year's was very fun. Yeah. So I had a party. Psych, don't even get crazy. I had a small and I mean small 
Um, so Sydney, who has been my pandemic circle this entire time, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan, who I felt fine just because of how she lives mm-hmm. and halfway vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And then our other friend, Justin, who is like us being in the house. So mm-hmm. it was four of us in total. Um, we're all good, mm-hmm. but it was nice to have, um, it was nice to be together and like laugh and chill. It was fun. And it was nice to have my party hat on <laughs> even for such a small amount of people, but yeah. I miss it so much. So mm-hmm. it definitely was a lot for only four people, <laughs> but we enjoyed it. So yeah, who cares? It was great. It was a nice time. So. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the holidays. I, I wish they wasn't over, to be honest with you. Like, I know, I still... I could stand it for, like, two extra weeks. Like, we in a pandemic. Give us two more weeks of holidays. Like, I definitely... <laughs> this whole past week of work, um, mm-hmm. was, I was like, dang, I want to be back at work, man. Right! Like, like dang, like, like wasn't really that holiday? Like, 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like, like, it's like, I don't have more time on. Like, and I'm honestly, <laughs> and on a side note, I'm very grateful because, um, work before my break was chaotic. Mm-hmm. So coming back and having sort of a quiet, easier transition back, yeah. I am very, very grateful it wasn't crazy. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, thank you, Lord, because <laughs> I just wasn't... I couldn't have, like, dealt with the chaotic. So I'm right. glad. I feel like everybody was just easing their way back, so mm-hmm. nobody was being crazy. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Not yet, at least. <laughs> Right. We'll see what week two brings. Sex, because, like, that'll be a real full week. And, yeah, we'll see. So, <laughs> what has happened in the media that you want to highlight? Well, a part of my, like, resting, I've kind of um unplugged yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. So, what I think... What a week to unplug. <laughs> well, you know something? I was in a meeting with mm-hmm. a colleague, and she was like, I'm sorry, I'm so distracted. Because of what's going on. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what's I'm, happening? I'm, like, we chill. What's up? Like, what you, what's, what are you talking about? Right. She was like, you don't know? I'm like, no. <laughs> and she... Like, I'm working. What you talking about? I'm like, no. I'm in my little cave here. Right. I got music. I don't... What's going on? Right. And so she told me about the Trump, pro- the Trump protesters in the Capitol. And I turned on the news. And I was like, whoa. Right. Um, And that's... Then Sinead told me. Because I ain't... <laughs> right. I immediately... I was like, wait, what happened? I was just, I've been, I've been removed from mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I just haven't, I haven't really been on social media. Like, I've just been chilling, y'all, yeah. which was needed. Yeah. But, um, that was a mess. Huh. And what I have to say is, we all know that if these were black and brown people, it would have been a completely different situation. It would have been, been, I don't even think it wouldn't have even gotten that far. Like, I ain't mean, nobody would have got in that building, <laughs> on them They wouldn't have got down the street! That's okay, I, like, like, it would have been halted immediately. Um, we know that the Capitol Police uh, were delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the captain resigned. We Like, we know that there's a lot... Um, going into what happened, there have been, I believe, five deaths at this point, mm-hmm. um, which includes uh, police officers, and it was just a mess. Yeah. I mean, people really, it could have been a lot worse. Those Trump protesters was really looking to do something. Yeah, they was going and in a federal building. Like It is clear, I mean, I was reading an article that... Um, you know, some people, they were spreading, like, feces on oh, yeah. paintings. Probably and... spreading feces and COVID. Why they was right because they didn't have mask on. Um, it was just disgusting. It was disgusting to see 
the president honestly get them hyped up and then take forever to tell them to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, he is spiraling, as we all know. You know, the Trump tapes were released. Got He's 10 days, now, buddy, 10 days. You know, he was bashing Pence and McC- people who are like, look, it's done. You mm. lost. Yeah. He, now he's just spiraling. Mm. And um, everyone's pretty much banned him. Yeah. Everyone has just removed his, banned his accounts and things like that. Um, I do want to say I appreciate Biden acknowledging that it would have been different if this mm. was like Black Lives Matter, things like that, because mm-hmm. that needs to be said more and more by white people. Yeah. Um. What a mess. <laughs> like, I just, like, what a mess. Mm-hmm. On, one could say maybe a bright side, maybe a glimmer, Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. On the same deck on, on that. that. Right. And I, that's why I feel like it got overshadowed. It did. So but... I want to acknowledge Raphael um, Warnock. I think I'm saying his last name correctly. I'm not sure, but the first black um, senator for Georgia. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I'm proud of, and Mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful. And look, I am not like Team Democrat. Right. So I I want to be very clear. I'm happy that he's black. And he ain't. At least he he ain't a coon. And right, as as of now, because I don't, what I've I've read, (laughs) one could say he's not. (laughs) And I'll say that. You know, do I have a little hope with them having, like, control? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I have a little bit. I do hope yeah. that they'll be smart. Because here's the thing. If they're not going to do what they said they was going to do, especially now that um, you won't have uh, some of the Republicans in your way in the same space, we get rid of all y'all, too. This is that, not a and game. That's my thing. And that's the whole it's point. so many people are happy because, like, the Democrats have the power, but it's like, okay, now what they going to do? And they better it, do something. Because, like you, I'm not a Democrat, so, you know, I'm not necessarily cheering for the Democrats, but I'm just like, all right, let's see. You have an opportunity. Right, let's And see. you talk about, you put a lot on the Republicans, blocking things, stopping things, and some of that is and, true, right. and you, we but can y'all, see that's that. The, that's the excuse. But that's very easy. Did. So right. now that you have that control, what y'all about to do? I want to see more stimulus help. For people and for real small businesses, turn this economy around. Mm -hmm. Get rid of student loans. All that yappity yap y'all been talking about, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to see. And Mm -hmm. if it don't get done, all y'all need to be removed, Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, I want the American people to stop doing this red and blue party mess Mm -hmm. and get down with who's doing what for the people. Right. You know? What about that action? Okay, <laughs> so honestly, I feel like that just took so, so much energy, mm-hmm. um, and then some other things, just in along the lines of like, you know, Breonna Taylor's, uh, the two detectives involved in that raid, they were fired, um, the prosecutors declined to charge the officer who shot and paralyzed Jacob Blake, so it's mm-hmm. just like, still really heavy, Yeah. and so I encourage people to stay educated, but also take care of yourselves, because it is... A lot, and it's heavy, and we are in a pandy, and mm-hmm. it could be tough to read this and to feel like your life doesn't matter or your life is less than. There's no one's like advocating for us, right? So I just say, with all that being said, um, take care of yourselves in the best way. I still think it's important to be educated on what's going on, mm-hmm. um, and as you know, your people are uh, people you may have voted for or may not. We got to keep the pressure on. Oh, yeah. So, please, once again, know who's um, 
especially local. Know who mm-hmm. who's running your running the show. Right. And in your neighborhoods. It's not, it's not enough to just be better than the last people that Correct. were in office. Correct. We need you to actually do what the people need, regardless of your political party. And at the end of the day, both political parties are supposedly caring about the American people. So really uh, Yeah, allegedly. Right. I say that lightly. <clears throat> so it that's what the focus should be. So mm-hmm. um the pressure is on for everybody. And if you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing, we're going to vote you out. Right. And that's how that's going to go. And that's that on that. Yes. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. I'm out of the loop really much yeah. with anything else. I will say just a mention about Versus. Um, I'm over it. Over it. Y'all played us again. Like we don't care. I don't care about At this that point, battle no more. I'm I was over it. really looking forward to Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Y'all played us last year. You're playing us at the top of this year. And what's irritating, I think what frustrates me is this was kind of born organically during the pandemic. And because capitalism takes y'all every time, it's mm-hmm. become this thing. And now we're still in a pandemic. People are still at home. Pandemic is worse than ever. Lockdowns are, are, are down, you know, are um, being enforced across this country, and y'all trying to figure out how to do it in a separate. Room. It should all. It, it should have never. Changed. It should have never changed. You just kind of ruined and what it, kinda, it was. Like, the the technical difficulties kind of added to the. It experience. was kind of fun. Right. It was annoying. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Exactly. Yeah. We want a little technical difficulty. Yeah, because that's the life we all living in. So it's nice to see that. It's right. nice to see that the celebrities be struggling. Can with you hear me? Too. Right. Right. I like seeing that. Because that's Can what you see my right screen? Right. I did that. Like, oops, I'm on mute. Like, <laughs> I did that in a meeting this past week. I said, woo, my first one. Because I was like, can y'all see my screen? <laughs> but yeah, so I just had to mention that because I was like, here y'all go. Mm-hmm. And I'm over it. <laughs> All right, so moving on to Bravo. Yes. So I'm only going to do a Bravo moment on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This last episode, Jen Shaw threw a surprise birthday party for her husband. Now, what's interesting is to me is Jen, this entire season thus far, has talked about how because of her husband's work schedule, they never can spend time with each other. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is in these past couple of episodes when he's been around, she's been the first to like do some sort of party or group activity. And I find it interesting because... I guess for me, if my husband was never around, when he was in town, I wouldn't be thinking about having dinner parties. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to share them. I would want, like, I want on one time. I haven't seen my man. I'm trying to get my mm-hmm. back cracked. So I do think it's interesting how when he is home, she's now focused on doing some sort of group event. And a lot of times in those group moments and events, she's not even with him. Right. So it's just just to note that I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So one thing that disturbed me was the theme for this party was like golf and hip hop. And for some reason, golf and, and hip hop. Okay. Uh, she asked the women to dress up in their hip hop looks. Oh no. And asking a bunch of white women in, in Utah to dress hip hop felt Scary. uncomfortable for me. Yeah. <laughs> As I watched the scenes of them picking out their hip hop looks. Oh, yikes. Part of me is like, this feels anti-black. I don't know why, and that's it inappropriate. I, 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 something about it was like, you know what? Something about, I don't like it. I'm mean, <laughs> just be honest. I just was like, hmm. Did somebody what? wear a Kango hat? No? I, no? Okay. 
Yes, there um, were some there. I think a lot of, as for the dress, most people did like 80s and 90s mm-hmm. because that is easier. If you think about hip hop today, that could be anything. Especially it's not, when you combine it with golf. That's that's an like, easier like, default. Yeah. So I do think most people were safe and did like the 80s, 90s, but that's more signature. Mm-hmm. Um, If you're doing hip hop 2018, what is that? That is, you know what I mean? Like, that's Skinny just, jeans. I mean, that's just clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not, I think fashion yeah. is different. It's yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. Um, if you're, you know, a Birkin bag, I don't know, they talk <laughs> a lot. I don't know. Anyway, um, as we know, Jen has beef with Mary. Jen did not invite Mary, and Mary felt, I guess, offended. I don't really see why. You could kind of know why. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is, is, do I think Jen, her beef with Mary is a little bit extra? I don't quite get all of the depth of it. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Anyway, let me make this quick. Mary shares with Whitney that she had been speaking to Meredith and Lisa and that they were afraid of Jen and that, you know, of her reactions and how to speak to her and, like, they were afraid to be around her. And so Whitney has that information. Mm -hmm. Jen also shared with Whitney some sort of kind of shady comments about Meredith alluding to things within her marriage. Mm -hmm. So when we get to this surprise party... And her husband's like, he's like, oh, this is great. They loving it. Whitney wants to confront and chat with Jen. Now, we know they love to do stuff at group events. Mm. They, they they can never do the right place or the right time. And I think course, it's man. the show. Like, yeah. I honestly think they have to do it in these moments because I'm like, I'm like there's the no way. the producers are telling them this Correct. Because I'm just like. And, like, you have to address correct. them. Correct. Yeah. So, Whitney is saying she's so nervous and afraid. And so she's drinking and drinking, and you can imagine what happens. So she talks to Jen, and she's like, you know, Mary has said these things. Jen's reaction is over-the-top, ridiculous. You know, you talk to my arch nemesis. It's like, really? You talk to my arch nemesis about me, da-da-da-da. Meredith and Lisa kind of hear her yelling, because she's yelling that loud, mm-hmm. where it's disrupting the party. And they come over, and they're like, what's going on? And Whitney shares. And so Lisa and Meredith are like, we didn't say that. We're not afraid of you. Lisa was like, Whitney, stop. Like, this is not the time. You start in trouble. Jen, I'm not afraid of you. Neither is Meredith. Let's squash it. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of kept going, kept going. And then um, Whitney brings up sort of those, like, kind of shady comments Jen was saying about Meredith. I think Meredith felt uncomfortable, but Meredith as we've seen this season, she's not a person who's going to engage in moments like this. Because it's public, she's mm-hmm. like, I'm not engaging with y'all on this. Right. At the end of the day, Jen was making shady comments about Meredith. And as Meredith has watched the season back, I am curious of where her thoughts will be as she watched the reunion. Jen, to me, is a person who, when you've made her upset, now anything you told her in confidence could be told to anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst type of friend. Yeah, that's Truly, not a real friend. That's not a real friend. Yeah. Um, so she kind of uses that stuff, and then when she's upset, then she wouldn't be telling your business. And I think that's so whack, and so mm-hmm. I do look forward to them calling her out about that on the reunion. Jen gets ridiculous. She's throwing glasses, fussing, cussing. She oh, storms no. out. She's like, I want to leave. We need to leave now. This is your husband's birthday party. How you going to leave here? <laughs> she's like... Um, damaging the balloons and like making a big fuss. I think her son is in the car with her telling her to calm down and her husband didn't leave the party and her husband said to the other son, this is what happens when mommy drinks and act a fool. And so I feel like Mm-mm. you ruined the moment. You ruined your husband's party. What Whitney shed, said maybe would have been annoying but 
should have not prompted such a reaction. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Mary, and Mary was saying that, all would need to be said was, well, you know what, Whitney? Me and Mary are cool. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't really know why you thought that would be some valid information. Right. Meredith, Lisa, are you afraid of me? Because if you are, let's talk about it. Let's not talk about it with other people. Mm-hmm. But they said they weren't, so it shouldn't have gone that far. But we have seen Jen explode for no reason. And she needs to get in check. It is ridiculous. And what I feel was going to happen in the next episode, Jen is going to blame, blame Whitney for, like, ruining the party when it was Jen's behavior. Because right. while Whitney could have done that, um, you know, a day before the party or after the party, you didn't have to react that way. You didn't mm-hmm. have to slam that glass down. You didn't have to be fussing and cussing like that or storm out like that because literally no one else did. Mm-hmm. You didn't take accountability for the fact that you caused a scene yeah. at your husband's party. Yeah. Like, girl. Of all places. Girl, you would think that she would have been trying to keep it together because because and would have been like you know and maybe even would have said walked away you know you know what we're gonna talk about this but we're not gonna talk about this right now this is my husband's party right. I want to make sure he happy I don't like that you did this right here mm-hmm. and walk away she could have did it just like that and cussed her out later if she really wanted to yeah. but she chose to explode and I'm getting tired of Jen I told you I really thought I was gonna like her but <sighs> that's why you never know you can't mm-hmm. like you can't um. You can't um, think too heavily about, like, the previews. We all know how they edit stuff. Mm -hmm. So what you think you see, and then when you see the actual, it's like, dang. (laughs) Right. So that's all I got. I don't really have notes on Atlanta. We'll see as the season pick up. Maybe I'll have comments on them, but they just ain't hitting it for me. And that's okay. I still watch, but they ain't hitting it for me. So as always, y'all, if y'all want to see, like, full detail of what I'm saying... Follow us on Twitter, GGVB Podcast. I actively tweet about all the Bravo Housewife shows that I am watching. Frankly, any TV show I'm watching, <laughs> I tweet about. So right. you can check it out there. And I thought every now and then, I want to start a new segment of, what are we watching? Okay. Quick, quick tidbits. Like, for example, Netflix has a wonderful, quick, quick, fun, quirky documentary of, like, the history of swear words. I started watching that I today. thought it was so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, what? your favorite swear word do you have one girl i just started cussing like last week i don't have one yet <laughs> well my favorite is fuck um i just like it because it can be used in adverb noun mm-hmm. adjective like but that's interesting i enjoyed bridgerton i also oh, yeah, last night good. watched prom on netflix mm-hmm. and i thought that was a very cute musical really cute mm-hmm. um gave me some like high school musical but more adult-like. It was cute. Um, so those are things that I've I been watched, watching. I um, watched Safety on Disney Plus today. That was good. What's, what's, I didn't um, that. It's about a true story of like a football player at Clemson who had to take guardianship of his little brother, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. Nice. Um, it was very like blindside vibes. Okay. Um, that was good. I've been watching Your Honor. Um, we're like halfway through the season on that. And I started watching Ghosts. Um, cause I don't have stars no more, so I be having to watch it after the season is over. No, I'm dead. Um, so I'm like halfway through that season. Um, I just can't that. do it again. That's how I felt, and I also felt like it was going to be corny, but I ran out of stuff to watch, so I was so, like, hey, why not? We're still here. Right, and then um, Married at First Sight officially starts this week. You know, know they had the preseason casting episodes These already, damn but... shows, that, that show really gets my nerves. I'm a, yeah. I watched the last season, 
This is the first interracial couple, so we'll see. And first person that's What's been What's the combo of the interracial couple? So I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, because, well, the woman is white. Know that much. Um, the husband is either black or mixed. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Not 100% sure. Um, I guess we'll find out more about that this week. Okay. Um, and then one of the other husbands from a different couple is divorced. And so they've never done that before either. So, and that's why I know I talked about this briefly before. Why I really like Married at First Sight Australia because they be having people with kids, people that are divorced, like uh, real life, like real, real stuff scenarios. However, I feel like they treat Married at First Sight Australia more like The Bachelor, and so I don't like it as much for that reason. But you know, give and take. So that's what I'm watching. But uh, we had a question of the week. Um, describe your current relationship status with a song. Um, so Reese Peace said, Area Code's Ludacris. Um, Uniquely Fit Training said, He Loves Me by Joe Scott. Um, It's Fucking Political Podcast said, Baby by Fabulous. Uh, Poor Life Decisions said, Happy, I'm guessing by Pharrell. Um, oh, I thought maybe Ashanti. Oh, see. They you didn't. gotta let us know. <laughs> they didn't know. Which one? <laughs> um, I mean, they happy either way. Right, so. they, they chillin'. <laughs> Um, hmm, Kiki said, uh, five, I don't know how to pronounce this song. Irfan Lit, Irfan Owls single. Who is Irfan Owls? I'm not familiar with okay. him. All right. So yeah. May have to Google that <laughs> right? later. Um, and then the modern day K said, I'm about to sound trifling this F, but it ain't like that, like that Jasmine Sullivan, I'm in love with another man, but only the first two verses apply. Don't remember that song. Really? I remember Not the, the song. first two lines. I just don't know verses. I, just I mean, don't, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't. I know the song, but I'm like, mm, I don't know what the first two like verses, verses are, are. Versus the rest of the song. Yeah, I can't distinguish it either. What's um, your song? Um, I'm decided by Solange. I decided by Solange. What's that song about? <laughs> Deciding who your partner is. <laughs> Who's your partner? Jesus, I don't have a partner. I'm single. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's your song? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm single. So maybe single ladies, Beyonce. No, I don't like that. Okay. Um. <laughs> um yeah, any song about being single? Okay. Just, so sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. That's fine. Um. So today we wanted to talk about manifestation and like. What manifestation is and how we go about manifesting, we feel like it's a good time because people are doing that at the beginning of the year. I mean, people manifest all through the year, but I think it's a more of a focus on the beginning of the year when people, like, set goals and things of that nature. Right. Um. So, what are, before we, like, you know, y'all know we got articles and stuff about, like, how to manifest, but how, how do you go about manifesting? Because, like, some people do it, you know, during meditation, other things like candles. How do you manifest? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I, this is an interesting topic because I've told Sydney before, like, you know, people like, you gotta manifest it. I always felt like, what is that? Just saying it? For some people, yeah. So I feel like for me, I don't know if I'm necessarily doing it correctly, (laughs) but for me, it's just thinking about what I want and desire and then putting it on paper Mm -hmm. and that's about it. And then from that, um, you know, you kind of create goals of how you work the Mm -hmm. energy so you can get those types of things yes but that's how i'll do it i know that some people 
manifest, you know, they be writing letters to their future husband. They be doing a lot of things where I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I ain't gonna say it's wrong. It's just, it's just a lot. Right. Um, I think mine is kind of similar to yours. I, like, write it down, not necessarily physically, but, like, at least in my phone or a notepad. And then I, like, will believe it, I guess, and, like, put action into making it happen. So you have to believe it. Yeah. I, I very much think of manifestation like the law of attraction. Like, if you believe it to happen, it will happen. Do you, like, read them over and over, like, affirmations? Cause I, think I don't. Maybe, I don't. I think no. I struggle with it because it's like, I want it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, maybe I don't have enough belief behind it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure how to cultivate that belief. Because part of me feels like it's a bunch of hooey. <laughs> and maybe that's the problem. Maybe it is, because you're doubting its power. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's why I think of it very much as the law of, of attraction. Like, you have to put your energy into it happening for it to come true. And what's, and can we get some examples of energies that meditating in my praying over it am i some people it's meditating some people it's praying over some people it's just like as you go through your daily life it's put it's made believing that it'll happen and so it's like you know putting things in a lot doing things in alignment to ensure that it can happen okay um or you know acting as if it's already happened for some people um i think all of those things can be ways to manifest um i think we talked about this on the episode previously but like there are people that do uh, masturbation manifestation. That's, That's too much for me. I don't. I don't <laughs> quite understand that. They so some people that I've heard that do it. They say what they're going after while they're masturbating. Does that make it extra powerful? I guess so. But what if it's not, and you're masturbating while you're saying like, "I'm gonna get this. I'm job. gonna get this promotion." Yes. Hmm. Yeah. That yeah. is something. <laughs> So, I don't think that would work for me. I just feel like if you're masturbating, are you really thinking about the job you want in the future? And that's why I don't think it would work for me because that wouldn't assist me in masturbating, to be honest. That would deter my thoughts and deter me getting to the end destination. That would, you wouldn't, you're not focused on the task at right, hand. Right, right. But it works for some people. So, I mean, hmm. if as long as it's getting them the results that they desire, then go for it. Sound but. A little cookie. <laughs> that sounds judgy, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, so there are some do's and don'ts to manifesting. This is from an article, so we don't necessarily agree with all of it, but I'm gonna go through some of the do's and don'ts. Um, so the don't is don't expect exactly what you want to just drop in your lap. Um, a part of manifesting is understanding that it may not come to you in the way that you believe it will. I feel like that's with anything, though. You can say you want it, you want it to rain, and you didn't think it was going to be, you know, a monsoon, but you got what you wanted. Like, I feel like that's with anything, um, or like with everybody thinking 2020 was going to be the year that they got clarity. Yeah, you got it, just not in the way that you thought you was going to get it. Um, so I think that's with anything, to be honest with you. Um, I thought you, were you about to say that? Yeah, but then I lost my train of thought. Okay. I wanted you to keep going. I didn't want to talk about how I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay. You just put me on blast. Sorry. It's cool. Um, do trust that the universe has a better plan than yours. Um, And my thought there is like, I don't know if I want to say better plan. 
but it might be a different plan. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, one. I think when you, I think for me, universe, I think of like God for yeah. me. Yeah. And so, um, that's like having trust and faith in in my creator. Yeah. Or whoever you, if believe you have in. believe in. Yeah. That the plan ultimately for you is the best version of it. Yeah. Um, and that can be very difficult, especially when you're going through a challenging time. Right. Even outside of manifesting, just mm-hmm. like just in life in general, when you're going through challenging times and you may wonder why, like we have those moments of like, yeah. why, how is this a part of the plan? That's why I struggle with the word I better. Think, right. <laughs> it, it, it can be a struggle. Yeah. Cause it's like, how is this a part of the plan? Right, I ain't have to learn it this way, God. Like, but 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 then but then I on sometimes when I take a step back, I take my emotions out of. I'm like, but did I? Yeah. Would I have learned it another way? That's true. That's true. And yeah. sometimes we can say we would have, but we don't know, that's, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's I'm a 2020, so. right. That's a more positive way to deal with it. But yeah. with that being said, that's not easy to do. Oh yeah. Um, especially if you feel like you're in the midst of a storm. It's mm-hmm. not easy to say, stand back and be like, you know what? Even though the storm is beating the hell out of me, <laughs> this is why I'm you know like yeah. that's not you typically can feel that when it's finished. When you start seeing the glimmer of hope. Right. But end. when you're in the midst of it Yeah. I think and I think that's normal. To be in the midst of a storm and be like, you know what? This is real character development. Like, <laughs> right. That is you know, people who can do that, shout out to y'all. <laughs> that ain't me. Um, right. It ain't, yeah, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, next is don't try to just make it happen. Um, and so they give dating as an example. If you're manifesting over being in a relationship, don't try to, like, meet a person and force it to happen, which I can I agree. That. It still yeah. has to be natural. Like, right. I would, I certainly would love a relationship. I don't want to be single forever, but mm-hmm. you can't force chemistry and attraction. If I'm feeling you, I'm feeling you. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And if I'm not, I'm not. And that's right. just kind of what it is. Yeah, you could don't. It, honestly, like, sometimes I feel like if you have to force it, then this ain't it. And it's like, I understand how, that you want it, but you having to force it should tell you that this is not the right one. And there's a difference between being open and forcing. Yeah. Being open and, you know, maybe it's not quite what you thought and you're, like, just investigating to see. Mm -hmm. And then when you know, like, yes, this works or no, then you move forward. You keep on that path because you're, like, determined to have a mate or whatever. Right. It's forcing it. It'll probably lead you down a path that you won't like Mm because you ain't, you know what I mean? Like, then you go into, we can get into settling and all that other stuff Mm -hmm. and that ain't the move yeah agreed agreed um do practice the spiritually aligned action method which never heard of that um but there are different steps to making sure that your spirit um whether you're religious or not is aligned with what you desire um and so making sure that you're praying regularly if you desire to be close with God, all of those things, making sure your spirit is in alignment and making sure that you are in alignment with what you desire. And so it gives an example of like fixing yourself to ensure that whenever this relationship happens, you're ready for it. Cause some people want to be in a relationship and they are not ready. It's not that they didn't find the right one. They are personally not capable of being in a healthy relationship. So they right. need to fix themselves. You up. have to look within and sometimes, my friends, my pretty friends, <laughs> even though 
you, we all have moments where we don't, like, even in your single season or whatever, mm-hmm. you have moments where you're like, I'm over or whatever. Sometimes what reminds me is like, maybe there is something I can look at. Um, and look, sometimes it's them. Yeah. And that's okay too. Yeah. yeah. But then what, do, what, and then I always go back, so what can I do? How can I select better mm-hmm. or not select better, uh, screen better. We'll put right. it that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, whether it's the questions I'm asking, what's the energy I put out there. Or I think sometimes, and this is when I go into, you know, we get into like our age, we're approaching our last year of our 20s, mm-hmm. the societal pressures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's a good time to ask yourself, why do you really want a relationship? Do you want one or do you just feel like you need yeah, to have one? Yeah. And I think sometimes it can be blurry and it shouldn't. Yeah. And I also think, going back to what you said about screening, I think sometimes people get frustrated when all of the people that they're screening aren't matching up. But that means that your screening might be good. Like, you getting rid of people soon so that you don't go down this path and then realize that they're not the right one. I think, so, I, I just feel like, don't get frustrated if your screening is working effectively. I think the problem is, and I agree, but I think what happens is you start to get fearful that, like, there no won't be someone to pass. Like, yeah. there won't be someone who can check those boxes off. Yeah. And I think that sort of fear can manifest his way mm-hmm. to you accepting something that's not really for you or ex- trying to make that puzzle piece fit because you want something better than nothing. That's so true. I think, because like even for me, like, I complain to see all the time. I'm like, what's up? I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like, one, why only white men check for me? Granted, black men check for me, but I ain't checking for them. And the whole thing is, and I'll be telling see like, what's up? What's mm-hmm. up? And she'll be like, well... It's a good thing. You know you don't like them, then you move forward. But it's that fear of, like, but what if I never like them? Right. Like, I think that's what the thought is. Mm-hmm. As I'm like, nope, nope, nope. What if I never get a, yeah. Right. Yeah, I get that. I get it. I get it. Because let me be honest. It's a nope, nope, nope. <laughs> it be some yups in there. And then your screening process starts. Nope. <laughs> and that's the point. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I am back on dating apps. My God. <laughs> you see how it goes. I'm being open. Yes, yes. Um, next, this is one thing um, that I know a lot of people do and I don't do. It says, don't save your manifesting practices for one special time and place. I know a lot of people that like only manifest during their meditation and they have a set time and place where they manifest, where they meditate every day. I don't have that. I don't know that I even like manifest every day to be honest or have a set time at all i don't have those that's what i'm saying people got these routines that's a i don't do i'm like manifest level one because i'm like i don't even know what this is yeah but it's saying don't do that on so may i don't know but i know a lot of people that do that i don't i think it just is a a natural part like it happens when it happens Mm -hmm. i don't have like a set time like wednesday three o'clock manifest like that's i don't have that (laughs) like that's just not me um but it says to make manifest the next do is to make manifesting a part of your daily life which like i said i don't unless it feels like pressure i mean like i just feel like it comes unless like the living and believing it is manifesting then sure i do that daily because i believe it period i don't have to think about it you know what i mean see we're talking about this getting a little too it's it's getting a little too much (laughs) 
don't know what we talking about anymore. But like they, one example is like commit to meditating every morning. Turn to player, prayer when you need support or guidance and stay aware of your finances to help you attract abundance. Things like that. I mean, like, I pray every day. But that's what I'm saying. I, I think just, it's things I that I just naturally do and I don't, I don't equate consider it to that. That's effect. what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. I talk to God every day, mm-hmm. um, multiple times a day. Um, I meditate as needed when yeah. I needed when I feel like I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I journal. Like I have routines, but I don't put them in a manifest category. Yeah. So, like, you know, yeah. Now the next thing: Do you think it's possible for manifestation to have a placebo effect? For like you to think that you manifested something that was going to happen either way? You lost me at placebo. <laughs> <laughs> what? So like pl- don't 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 make me feel foolish in the new year. Don't make me feel foolish so in the new year. So it's not actually your manifesting may not be actually doing anything. Placebo is like you think it's working. It's the last pack of your pills and your birth control. You think it's doing something, but they ain't really doing nothing. Because when you made me think of placebo, I was thinking about Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> When they was doing the Alzheimer's child. Yes. And yeah. it was a placebo. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Where they, they're taking something that they think is okay. Okay. fixing them, but it's just them believing that's doing it. It's not actually them. They're, they're meditating and all those things might not actually be doing anything, but they think it is. And so it happens. You know what I mean? So like I manifest, I'm going to eat dinner and then I eat dinner. Right. Exactly, but okay. it was like you was going to eat dinner. You was going to eat dinner, right? Right, right. So, do you think like some of these manifestation practices, like the masturbation manifestation, because you was going to could be you were going to do that anyway? <laughs> no, I'm just but also, um, do you, like that might not have worked. You might have been getting a job regardless, because you might have just desired. I mean, you might have been you know the right fit for the job. You might not have had to manifest. It. Um. Well, I don't know. I I think that goes into how people. F- how people manifest like is mm-hmm. it is it um easily attainable moments or they're like really large things yeah like some of the things i have for myself this year are relatively large mm-hmm. i don't have a time frame on it but i'm just putting it out in the atmosphere right mm-hmm. but me saying you know oh i want to i want to uh, uh find a new job like mm-hmm. i I was gonna find one eventually. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think I, I don't know, I think that comes to like your personal judgment because mm-hmm. you know, some people view manifesting like goal setting. And like a lot of times with goal setting it's good things to have goals that push you, but they are attainable. Mm-hmm. So I really comes I really feel like it comes down to a personal call. I don't I feel like the times that I have and like the things that I've manifested myself this year are relatively large. Mm-hmm. Um, could it happen? Absolutely. But I don't know. That's why to believe. I really feel like I manifestation feel like there's no guidebook. They just people say adding a word to stuff that we already did. That's what I'm saying. I just feel like, <laughs> like, I feel like manifestation is a part of like goal setting. It's I feel goal like setting, it's, it's prayers, meditation, it's all of those things that we that a lot of people already did, but they like, just put a new title. Put a new name they, to it. We yeah. always try to name something and make it new child. <laughs> just like when people are like, I love wine and self care. You were wineless prior to you learn about that word. You was gonna have wine and pizza tonight anyway. <laughs> anyway. Stop slapping self care on it yeah. to and make o- yourself feel better. I was about saying, oftentimes I don't think that's actually self care. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. By the way, because yeah. like you was gonna do that anyway. 
and it's, it's not the, it's not it's, the, it's not showing yourself any care. It's the same thing. It it really is with like because I do get annoyed how people use self care. Self care mm-hmm. is like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go to sleep tonight. You was gonna go to sleep eventually. Now I think self care. If you put more into where you have a maybe a sleep routine, yeah, or there's like certain, I usually deprive myself of sleep. So right, I'm going, I'm going to, to sleep here. Nine hours of sleep. I'm going to do yoga for a bit. I'm gonna. Yeah. Those to me are are, are different. But yeah. when people just be the stuff you was gonna do anyway, <laughs> I'm going happy hour self care. Oh my god, week. I had a tough week. <laughs> self care happy hour. I'm at the dragon. No. That is not self care. You was gonna be at the dragon anyway. <laughs> That's what Baltimore is. It just makes it sound better. I just think it, yeah. and I think manifest is like the new buzzword. Yeah. And that's why I said sometimes I'm like, it seems like a lot, but I'm like, I feel like it's an extension of goal setting. I just mm-hmm. think it's in a new form. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because it's the same way you manifest, and they say, um. You know, you have to put effort. It's, it, I mean, that's, that's the same goal. thing with goals. That's yeah. what prayer is. Prayer without works is what? You're right. I said prayer without works is dead. <laughs> that's why I it's just the think same it's a thing. lot of different words for the same thing. Correct. Yeah. And and I, I think some people are accepting of certain words because of their connotation. Because, um, like, I've heard people be like, oh, I don't do that meditating stuff. I just pray. And it's like. Same thing, y'all. Same thing. Pretty much. It's not that different. But I think sometimes people live... <laughs> we put You put your mind... You put your mind and thoughts in such boxes. Mm-hmm. And we really limit ourselves and our thinking. Yeah. And everyone... And, and I say this being like, I've, I've been for a long time a very black and white person. Mm-hmm. So this is coming from a black and white person who now sees that life is really, really gray. Yeah. That we're always just trying to put it in a box. Mm-hmm. And that's part of control feeling like we have control over what it is or what the situation is or whatever it is, the right. turn, whatever. And life really isn't black and white. Yeah. This is a gray area. And then it really comes down to finding what's best for you, mm-hmm. whatever routine or verbiage you want to use. But is it doing something positive for and you? And is it actually working? Is yeah. it working for you? Yeah. Are you feeling good about your life and where you are and the efforts you're making to attain whatever. Mm-hmm. If those answers are yes, then call it manifest and do your thing, right? right. Like, yeah. that's how I think about it. And Because I, I think the same way about, like, people that are, you know, church people, they'd be like, oh, I don't go to therapy, I just go to church. I'm like, but you be trying to make your pastor your therapist. At least well, those people need help. Don't, that's just ignorance, honey. I ain't even, that's just ignorance. Talk. But they don't realize the that, like, therapy go seeking counsel hand. in their pastor is essentially the same thing that you would be doing in therapy. And you know what? And I and you can get a therapist that believes in God. Like, But I also appreciate pastors mm-hmm. who say... I can't handle this. You need therapy. What? But say, <laughs> have you thought about speaking to someone? Yeah. I think the thing that I like... Um, the church that I'm interested in, I told Cindy, is the church I'm interested in joining. Mm-hmm. And the head pastor is very, very much so like, therapy is great, the, the, take care of yourselves. And he talks about how like, people come to him and he's like, this isn't for me. Yeah. Can I help you find someone to speak to? I'm your spiritual guider. He was like, <laughs> I want to, let me encourage you to speak to someone who can help you. Yeah. And he says, and I believe it, God provides a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Doctors, met all that. If everything is under his tutelage, then why aren't we using the resources he has given us? Because if you, you need to be stitched up, you're not going to come to me. So why? <laughs> Right. You need a bypass surgery. You ain't praying God do your bypass at night when you sleep. Oh my! You, I, I mean, I'm, 
But you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you pray the doctors are skilled and do that thing, but you're going to do that bypass surgery. It's right. the same thing. And yeah. um, in some way, I think definitely for younger churchgoers, they get mm-hmm. it. Some of the old bats of the church still lost. <laughs> I'm a, uh, And probably need the most therapy. Well, <laughs> how about it? That's another conversation. <laughs> So, y'all let us know what y'all are manifesting. If y'all believe in any of the manifestation practices we talked about, especially, I, I want to hear from you if you do the masturbation manifestation. Girl. I want to hear if it's worked out. I just don't believe any of our <laughs> listeners have done that. I mean, you may have, but I'm just like, I don't see it. I don't see it. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> um, But always keep up with us on social media. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Email us if you would like to, or if you would like to partner with us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.